What's up, listener? I want to let you know if you don't know already, you can now financially support the Theology of Music podcast. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash theologyofmusic for more details. You're listening to the Theology of Music podcast. Follow on Instagram, support financially through buymeacoffee.com, and subscribe to the only podcast that unpacks the good and sometimes bad theology in the songs that we sing. Welcome again to the Theology Music Podcast. My name is Joel. Today, I am joined by just a, a wonderful person, a fantastic friend, uh, and and I just want you to know this guy in his facial hair is is absolutely incredible. He he made the switch to mustache, and I don't know if he'll ever go back. And it looks incredible, and I don't think you should ever go back. This, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Owen of Can I still say of Tenth Avenue North? Or since you guys are like done, because you. Of Tenth Avenue North, yes. Of ten- yes, of it. It makes me feel like I'm in Lord of the Rings. Like I'm of Jeff Owen of Tenth Avenue North, heir to the Seven of the Rings Northern of, Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the facial hair. Yeah, I the mustache uh, is two years uh, and some change strong, simply because it's the only thing I can grow besides eyebrows on my face. So, uh, well, you <laughs> and it was my wife's idea. So, which is see that to me is that's wild this is the wildest thing because joanna would would look at me and say you you because you actually pull it off jeff you don't look like a pedophile my wife has said (laughs) you would i would never be able to kiss you ever again because i would just be creeped out and i was like that's fair that's fair so i've there is a rule in our house that i can never get rid of the beard in in its Uh, entirety because if i do i get look i look like my brother so she's like either you just have it uh, and that's it like that's your only choice yeah yeah well you've you gotta have some kind of a little bit of discretion Yes, with any kind of facial hair, so <laughs> you just respect. can't go crazy. No, respect, respect. So Jeff, uh, what, what, we were joking before the podcast about this one article a while ago, <clears throat> 2010, <laughs> and mm. the opening line is Jeff Owen bounced between college and music business jobs before landing a spot in 10th Avenue North. But you, you were doing, you've been in 10th <laughs> Avenue North since. What, what was the date? When did you when did you join? Uh, it was late 2006. Okay, because so, our first record that actually came out that the public would be aware of was 2008. So, do you want to know I how they describe think... you in this this the band in this uh, <sighs> article? They say an aggressive Christian pop band. Aggressive Christian. Uh, aggressive. <laughs> wow. Physically aggressive. <laughs> Or just like in presence, just their presence, presence. You, mainly from you, because because Mike Donahue verbally is, aggressive. I hope not. He, Mike Mike's not verbally aggressive. He's not <laughs> he physically aggressive. Be. He can be. Your hair was was physically aggressive back then. With it was very long it sideburns. Was, it was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you flat well, iron your hair back then? No, it just grows. It's I'm I'm half Korean, so it just is. There's a lot of hair, and it grows out like outward. <laughs> And, and the only thing, the gravity is what brings it down. Yes, I love it. Well, as you guys can tell, uh, I love Jeff. He's He has been just a, a really cool influence in my own life, musically, right? So back in the day when Joanna and I first got married, Jeff um, offered to record Joanna and I's first and only EP back in, gosh, it was like 2005. Wow. No, not 2005, 2015? 14. 14. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Somewhere in there. 2014-15. And we flew out to Nashville and we got to spend a week 
with Jeff and his family, with Heather and um, I know Simon. I forget. Um, yes, Simon. Yeah, and my daughter is Penny. Yes, Penny. But um, that was yeah. Th- she was real little back then. Both of them were. Yeah. And now you guys live in Florida because you said, we hey, we go, Florida. we vacation here. Let's just live vacation all the time. Uh, you know, it, uh, it, it feels nice to be, we, yeah, 10th Avenue North finished, um, early, like right. I mean, weeks before the pandemic hit. Right. I remember that. To, to end. Yeah. So we were, Heather and I were asking ourselves like, what do we want to do? Where, where do we want to live here? <laughs> We've never been able to ask those questions before because yeah. we were always in a pattern of life and living and me going on the road and, you know, just doing your thing. So, yeah, we have a lot of friends down here. The weather is incredible. Uh, there's the ocean. There's so much to do. Uh, yeah. And and there is a community of people that we had down here. That makes yeah. a huge difference yeah. when you move somewhere. So, yeah, we moved to Palm Beach County. Uh, nice in Florida and uh, not not for political reasons a lot I feel like the past couple of years it's like Florida Florida Republican Republican right and right it's like uh, I'm me you know I- and there's the beach it's not like <laughs> we're here because of that right well um, I actually so- my sister lives in Florida so she is, is oh, where? how where are you in regards to like West Palm like oh, uh like I'm Wellington 15 minutes area. north okay <clears throat> yeah yeah, my sister Dude, no lives way. in Miami-Dade County. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we're in Jupiter, so just minutes north of West Palm. But if yeah. she's way down in Miami, that's way further. But Well, yeah, she's she's about like Wellington, I think, is really where she is. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll I think have that's to... actually Palm Beach County. Yeah, if I ever Wellington. come down there and visit them, we'll have to... Have come to on, bro. Up. Come on, bro. Uh, also, come I've been on, playing bro. Need for Speed Heat, which is set in Palm Beach. <laughs> Did you just say Need for Speed? Yes, I've been playing that video game. I played that video game back in like '98. Okay, stop. It's it Need, for, Need for Speed. They made a Need new one called two. Heat, and it's set in Palm Beach. And I've been playing a lot oh, of that because awesome. I love racing games. Anyway, oh um, this is so. We if you ever want to get that, we can, we we digress. Uh, we can play in the same open world. So, Jeff, you now are you're not in Tenth Avenue North, right? You guys are done. How? What did you transition to, and how was that transition? The transition was a life of constantly saying goodbye to my family, uh, going on the road. Yeah. And um, it was everything. Everything has a season and, yeah. and a and a progression. And we were turn, at the at the turn, season. Turn. Yes, there we go. Uh, we were at the season where we were just we were getting exhausted um and uh we didn't want to be in a bitter place or or a or not even that a place of just survival um and like my kids were little yeah and yeah they knew like daddy left on the road and like it's oh that's cool when we get to go see him play shows but as they get older it's like they they start recognizing uh, things yeah. and and they realize you're gone um, and I am missing out on yeah. on opportunities to be present with them so we just we just knew it, you know and we had I'd been in the band for gosh almost 15 years so it's just it was just time yeah. um, and we had a lot of people leave the band 
Um, and so I told Mike, I was like, man, it just, it kind of feels like we're second year seniors. Yeah. Uh, like there's some familiar faces, but right. most everybody is come and gone. And it's just, you know, I don't know. You just feel this. It, I, it's, it's God just telling you, Hey, it's, it's time to, yep. I'm, I'm calling you to another land. Um, <clears throat> not literally Florida, you know, the, another that was your Canaan? Uh, wow, that's so cool that yes, I did that. Yeah. Call it, uh, <laughs> come to Florida. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, so we transitioned to just living a life of that's a little more predictable, being home every day. Um, I still make trips to Nashville. I'm a, I'm a full-time writer now. Right. Songwriter. Uh, and I do production as well. Um, so I do travel a little, but not nearly the volume that I was was doing with the band so yeah. we've got our friends here uh there's just so much more to do for our kids to get out and we're just enjoying consistency yeah. in this season amen yeah uh, and it's been really great i mean my kid simon's 10 and penny is eight and you know you get to actually just, spend time with them yeah and we often tell our kids like we t i tell we tell simon hey this is the first time We've been parents to a 10-year-old. Yeah. And next year will be our first time we've been an 11-year-old's parents. Uh so we're you know our relationship with our kids like is paramount um because there's just so much in the world mm. right now. Yeah. Just yelling uh and 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 turning the gaze. Yep. of of everyone. Yeah. Uh, and so we just want to be present and just be and have honest conversations with our kids. Yeah. Um, I knew early on, like I wanted to be the person, this is going to sound weird. I wanted to be the person that led my kids. Yes. That, that not led that, that, that showed my kids the darkness. Yeah. And what I mean is rather than just letting them figure life out right. and letting the kid in the back of the bus like tell them what's up with this you know this thing or or whatever this taboo right topic or show them something you know yeah like i'm i'm not i'm not like outright blatantly exposing my kids to stuff they shouldn't be seeing but i'm gonna be the one that that informs them and right. tells them about these kinds of things otherwise it's gonna be you know for me it was brock in the back of the bus yeah showing me like things that I shouldn't be seeing at that yeah. age you know and it's like uh, and you just you want to be able to have have uh, a, a great relationship with your parents that you can you can run those questions by them right and you'll get a straight answer right that's they'll the, help you navigate that right yeah yeah that's and I I can empathize with that because not on the road but being in ministry there I was I was getting I, I could feel myself even though I wasn't in it as as long as you were in on 10th Avenue North, but I, I could feel myself becoming embittered to the job of ministry in mm -hmm. that you're not with your, like I wanted to be with my kids. Like I want, I want to be around mm -hmm. and available for my kids first, not, Oh yeah, your job as a pastor is 24 seven. If someone calls you mm -hmm. like, you gotta, you gotta answer, you gotta, you gotta drop stuff and go to them. Uh, and so now working from home, I'm like, I get to be here for my kids. Like, I get yeah. to help my wife out when we need to, you know, we all had COVID a few weeks ago and it's like, I can help out. Like, it's just, things can stop and life is, you know, I'm not going to feel guilty 
which I think you're probably feeling the same way. It's like now you you can just you can fully invest in your family, knowing yeah. that there's no there's no opportunity for the enemy to make you feel guilty about yeah. doing it. You get to un, un, unabashedly say, "I'm just here for my my family, my kids, to love them and lead them in the Lord," um, which I think yeah. is so cool. When That's you're awesome. saying yes to something, you're always saying no to something That's else. That's so true. There's always an exchange rate every single time. And so I think when things are at a large scale, like a a church, yeah. Um, this is this is you know, I'm sure you talk about these kinds of things in your theology podcast. Uh, but if you have a large church, it is operating much like a corporation. Yep. You have leadership and it trickles down and yep. there's a large base of people operating all in unison to keep this thing going there's no there's no other format that we as humans i feel like know of yeah true that we operate you know that we are able to physically do um so at that level you have to you're subservient to the 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 leadership and if you're in the leadership, you're subservient of the needs of the people. Yep, it's true. So it's, you know, I think you and I, maybe you being in the church and me being in the band, you know, it, it, it's like, okay, I'm not a young man anymore. No. The the needs of ho- at home have changed. That's okay. Nothing, nothing inherently wrong with the operation of the church, but maybe my needs, God is calling me to serve in a smaller scale. Right. But a more poignant um, a more poignant one at home with my kids and my family. Right. Because that's the, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I actually think it was really cool. Um, that, uh, in this really old article and then we can shift gears, but it was, um, it said, uh, what's, what's the primary message about behind 10th Avenue North? So this is in 2010. Then this is what you said. <laughs> I think the primary message is that you don't need this band. We're up there and we're playing music and there's lights, fog machine, loud sound system. But the message is you don't need us. Your identity is not in who you are. It's not in what we are. It's in what Christ has done for you. Who you are so, is dependent on Christ. So wise. You have just to, you just have to accept what Christ did. And I, but I think you're right. Like at the end of the day, you know, the band was not, is not the most important thing. And the mm-hmm. church is not the most important thing. It's because that's still outside of the main circle that God's given you and I, which is our family. Right. Like mm-hmm. everything comes after first our relationship with the Lord, then our relationship with our family. And then it's after that. Right. And but yeah, it's how many times have you seen people with bands and stuff mix up those priorities and their their family suffers or, or just work in oh, general. Yeah. Right. Like people who are workaholics as Christians neglect their family thinking, oh, I'm providing for my family. But you're really not. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I No, as you're talking, I'm I'm remembering when Simon was young and I was leaving for the road and he was four, four and a half. And I left with bags in my hand, like no joke. I'm, I, I don't, I don't, I don't give in to hyperbole. I, I'm a very literal person, literal person, but he was screaming. I need you. Oh. I need you. Screaming like, and I have the, my guitar in my hand and my bags and I wanted to quit right there and then. Like mm. I was like, "This is, gee whiz! If this is a glimpse into our future, yeah, I don't want this." Um, 
No, I mean, we, he, he ended up being okay. I recovered. Uh, <laughs> but that was just really hard. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, seasons change. And I think, I, you know, a lot of people, I remember when our drummer Jason left, um, he had some family that was like, why would you give up now? The, the hmm. band is is going like you've arrived you fulfilled you've reached the end of not the end but you've you've uh, achieved the dreams of so many people that right i mean don't you have were playing for tens of thousands of people yes it's a well-oiled machine you could do it forever yep. and i i think i think operating under that keeps a lot of people in the wrong place yep for a, the wrong amount of time right and be, being able to surrender <clears throat> It's not just surrendering your life to Christ. Like we all understand that. Yeah. But surrendering your uh I don't know, is it is it pride that keeps me there? Like I'm on stage in front of people, it's consistent work. Yeah. I'm I'm playing music, you know, yeah. emphasis on the word playing. Yeah. Um I we had I have a buddy that led a small ministry in Nashville for musicians and I remember one time he said that your guys' job being in bands or touring musicians is that every day you go to work and people applaud for you showing up to work. Yeah. That doesn't happen. That's, That's not so a natural true. thing in life. Yeah. People don't go rowdy for Bob showing up at the post office, nope. you know, to fulfill his shift in the morning. And you have to perceive things uh, like that and, and go, okay, I could see that that would be incredibly unhealthy for someone. Yes. Um, even though it's super cool. But it's just a reality check. And so yeah. I think operating operating under that uh, that premise of this is is not normal can actually help you make transition to life. So so back to my previous point, like it's okay that you arrive in another season and you surrender <clears throat> yourself to okay, God, what are you showing me in this? What what is here for me to you know, what's here for me to learn? Yeah. And where are you calling me? Yeah. Yeah, because so like, you know, guys, if you're listening to this podcast, I mean, Jeff, what was the largest show you ever played in attendance? Well, it was it, I, I think it was Life Fest. OK. Uh, up in the in the north. Um, golly, maybe I want to say 40,000. OK, guys. 40,000 people. OK, so this Jeff has played in big arenas he's played for a lot of people and um i mean so he's this guy's speaking from experience and the i think what you're you're touching on is the same thing that i went through then i had to go through in this past year was realizing what i was married to right like i was for for, for what reason like i had to ask myself why was i married to the idea that i would be a worship pastor or worship musician for the mm -hmm. rest of my life and then I asked myself like dude i really want to do that though for the rest of my life and i think those are the questions you probably mm -hmm. asked yourself too was like if this yeah. means I don't get to be with my family, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. Like, mm. I, because you probably could have, because you're a talented and an incredible genius of a musician, that you could have jumped right back into another band after 10th Avenue North. Anyone would have picked you up, right? You know, any sure. touring worship leader or whatever would have been like, yeah, let's get Jeff, Jeff in this. <clears throat> or someone would have started a band with you. You probably got offers. But if you were married to the idea of, well, yeah, this is just what I do, like you said, like, those people have to ask themselves as musicians, like, why am I doing this? And I have to remember what, what goes into this job. 
if you just were married to that, you would have jumped right in and it hadn't taken a step back. But you, I think through the grace of the Lord and your maturity, which is something that we were going to talk about, but you know, I like where the conversation went, which is like you, you saw, Hey, this is just the, this is a different season and the season's coming to an end. And in this new season, I want to invest in my family, right? Obviously I, I still want to do the, the, the ventures into music that you're doing right now, but you're getting yeah. to invest in your family, which is always one of the highest goods and the highest callings. Yeah. So I just think that's really cool. Um, yeah, thanks. It's it is very cool. I I realized like I still have the word calling is always so easily uh thrown misconstrued. Around. Yeah. I feel like it is thrown around. It's it's misunderstood. I feel like it's weaponized. Mm, that's a good way there's to put a it. lot of there's a lot of guilt that can be yep. attached to like are you you know, what are, are you, you called? Are you called to this? What Man, are you, you are preaching to? right now. <laughs> mm. Because it's, you're so I, true. You're so right. But yeah, I mean, if you're okay, here's here. Here's where we'll start. Here's baseline. If someone's on stage, everybody else assumes that they are called to be there. Oh, that's so They're, true. A white dove has flown down oh. from heaven and blessed them with being on stage. Oh, to man. lead everyone else who's not on stage. That's not true. Yes. That is not, it, calling isn't... Uh, me being in the band for 15 years, yes, playing in front of thousands of people, records, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no dove showed up and said, you will be in a band. You will ele- be elevated to such high position and lead the people. No, God never spoke to me The like band that. will have a name that has to do with a road. <laughs> That's how you'll know. And the road will be cleared because the band will be named a road, Tenth <laughs> Avenue North. Um, <laughs> uh, so, where was I? Okay, Sorry, keep so, going. Yes, yeah. So you're not called. I, I remember watching Jeremy Camp. Uh, we were doing a tour with him, and I was watching his show. And he's sitting at the front of the stage, taking a break from the set. And he's like, "You know what, guys? I've a lot of you think that me doing this is just." you know is just par for the course like this is what i'm supposed to be doing what i'm blessed to be doing or whatever but he's like i have to ask myself i have to ask god every day am i supposed to be here and i just thought that was so so great because Hmm. it's that autumn it's that mentality of of not of not continually checking in with god and being in tune with god especially about where you're you're at is is what causes leadership to go awry and wow. for the abuse of power to sink in because mm. I'm supposed to be here. I'm in a leadership position mm. and people start getting sneaky. They start cutting corners. They Oof. start manipulating things to the way that they see fit and removing the spirit working and speaking through them. Yeah as a as a conduit as a vessel whatever you want to say about you know to to the people and they just they they start operating from the sense of pride starts to emerge and so i think that's really cool that you recognize that man this was good for a season but now there's another season yeah and god i feel like god wants me to to step down to humble myself and, and peace out Right. And switch directions. And the That's dif- okay. And the difference is, <clears throat> it's not even that you, you're you, like, let's, if we're going to keep beating this horse, it's not even that you've sensed God called you to leave the band. 
right? It's like, it's just, okay, the, what's the, what are the callings in our life, right? It's, it's, you know, walk humbly with your God, seek justice, love mercy, right? Like, what, what, what does scripture say about loving my family, right? Not provoking my kids to anger. So that's part of my discipling of my kids. Okay, so if God, God's thrown real callings, which is to love my wife, to follow him, to love my kids, to lead them and train them in his way. Okay, that, that's the given. And, and so it's, it's almost like it clears the lines for you when you're saying, what season am I in? Well, I'm in a season where I'm still having to do this calling, which is the main calling from the Lord. I just now am doing it in the context of South Carolina working from home for Cisco. And for you, it was right now, now I live in Florida and I'm a songwriter and collaborator and producer. And it's, it's not that God said you will love your family. I'm calling you to love your family as a songwriter. He's just said, I'm calling yes. you to love your family. Yes. Okay, now do whatever on, on the side. Right? Like everything in right. our life is, is a side thing to the main calling, which is right. what we were saying. Well, the yeah. main calling is to is to make disciples. Amen. Um, and it's like, what does that look like? I don't know. <laughs> what am I good at? What do I feel like God has endowed me with? Yes. What do I feel like what am I what what's around me right now? Yeah. I have I have a wife and kids. Yep. Okay big that's a big deal <laughs> it is i my, the dreams of me as a young man are not in alignment with my current situation <laughs> i've got to take that into consideration yep. and you know what's funny about that is my wife and i are are starting to learn to dream because we were both we both grew up in homes that weren't I don't know, uh, dream. <laughs> the first phrase that came to my mind was dream positive. Uh, we were <laughs> raised in dream positive environments. It wasn't a positive dreaming environment for me. Yeah. No, but I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, you, you I weren't encouraged in family. Yeah. You weren't encouraged right. to take risks to, to dream and go for yes. those dreams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or it was always with, well, you know, reality check mm -hmm. or right. It's not going to happen. You need a plan B. Live right. in the plan yeah. B, not the plan A. Mm -hmm. And so uh, she's going through this. Actually, Bob Goff has a course, uh, Dream oh, Dream University or Dream. Yeah, I think I've heard of that. Oh, anyway, she's like two weeks in. Yeah. I haven't committed the name of the program actually to heart. But uh, anyway, she's learning a lot um, just about dreaming, realizing, wow, I don't have a dream for this. I don't have a dream for that. I should I should start thinking about that because as we've learned God speaks to people in their dreams. Yeah. And uh that's a real thing. That's a literal dreaming, but in life it's God we we're learning that God wants us to enjoy being in his presence. Yes. Yeah. And are we more in his presence by dreaming and risking and and trying and step stepping on faith yeah oh yes stepping out out on faith or being or po constantly pulling the throttle back and yeah. making sure we have enough money in the bank making sure we're not stepping over our our comfort zone making mm -hmm. sure that things are in order before we take a risk yeah that sounds super responsible but i would like to to posit that yeah, that being in the presence of Lord of of God looks more like risking, yeah, and stepping out. Mm. Amen. Being in the presence of the Lord looks more like risking. So, 
this podcast went completely a different way. <laughs> we said, but I love it. I'm so happy. So here's the question for you, Jeff. This is this is I'm not. So happy. This is not. Well, of course, because one, I just get to talk to you, and any time I get to talk to you is great. Um, what? What's your dream now? In regards to so let's 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 position it in regards to music. What is what's the dream you have right now with music? Um, and does my it, dream right n- and is it with yeah. you, like position it also with your faith? Yes. Um, <clears throat> my 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 dream is purely carnal. There is no faith <laughs> position. I'm I'm kidding. Um, I so right now my focus on songwriting is. Uh, writing songs for it's called for sync synchronization okay um film and tv promo trailers uh commercials advertising mm-hmm. music uh set to motion you know? yeah um Ooh, that i love so cool. it it is it's fun it's constantly changing it's it's like i'm hunting um and i'm and i'm making my own yeah. tools and weapons yeah. in order to hunt to go out and and meet uh, to, to capture what you what the that thing needs yes. to to elevate it yeah yes exactly um and so i love doing that and i love being a christian doing it because you know what's what's funny enough is that over the past few years there's a large community of sync writers um and a lot of those sync writers that are successful are actually Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of people in Nashville, colleagues have have been very successful in it, and it's like, man, that's really cool that they're they're believers. Um, and I had an interesting conversation with my publisher several months ago, where he he now I don't I <laughs> here's here's where we start to stray off the path. Um, he called me and said, hey, I wanted to run this brief by you. Because I feel like you have a, a song that could fit the brief. But what the need the brief, the need is for this this camp this spot, this advertisement is it's it's for Pride Month and mm-hmm. the company is airing a a pride advertisement of some kind. And I just wanna know if if you are cool with me submitting it or not. And I was like, look, I I am okay with it because if if I were to say no, what are they going to do? Right, they're going to go call it's two hundred other right publishing companies to find a song, which they probably already have. We're one of several. It's not they're not coming to find my particular song. Exactly. Yeah, we're submitting a song, and so if if we do get it, praise the Lord. Yeah, a Christian. Someone who has a conviction who operates differently than the world right. is now put in a position where who to knows influence what, the world. Yes, who knows what God could do with it? Yeah, yeah. But if we said no, then someone else okay. would just fill that need. Someone, yes, someone else will fill the fill that need. Um, but also, it's so cool that that music supervisor. No, I mean, he's a Christian. I was published through a Christian publishing company. Right. They know that they're that we're Christians, right? 
you can't you can't withhold that fact because a majority of the music that's being made by a music body you yeah. know it's yeah. like you know who the hip harp who oh, i can't even talk <laughs> who the hip hop hip herp you know who the hip harp you, got, you guys been listening to that new hip harp music i've been that I've, i heard that nelly guy still has that band-aid on his face nelly uh, um yeah so you know where you're going to where where to find certain music so it's so cool that they were like oh, i'm gonna ask the christians yeah yeah <laughs> what you know I, I don't know and and that opens maybe it wasn't so much that the that there was a song that could be used in a this or that but it was yeah. more about my publisher's relationship with that yeah. music supervisor yeah that if she i don't know i'm i'm assuming lives in la and operates under a certain paradigm in life and as we know a lot of people view christianity as as bad closed-minded Right. hateful people yeah. um maybe there's an opportunity for a conversation that could happen yeah. from that yeah. and so i know that this is uh man i read this book called uh, a new kind of christian mm. years ago what was that what was the movement uh, uh postmodernism. yes anyway i feel like i sound like someone in that book but that was geez 15 years ago but i feel like Christianity as a whole is starting to embrace a little more of those concepts simply because the world is still hurting. Yeah. Um, and, and we're just trying to figure out how do we, how do we help yeah. these hurting people? Right. And you know, what's, what's interesting is so like in, in my world with this podcast, one of the recent things that I, I had someone on who, who said like I can't do Bethel Elevation Hill song songs anymore? Like on good, mm. I can't on good conscience. And she 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 did claim like, hey, this place isn't good with with this. It's it's unbiblical in this way. And and there was even a response from some people that were like, hey, no, they're not. Like they're, I do their songs, and it's and we talked about this before the podcast. Like I want this podcast to be a positive voice that hears that that helps people have different conversations, right? Like because I I think that my role in in the marketplace right you could say is like i love that i love being a christian working for a company that is located in san jose california right and i just like and if people know i'm a christian fantastic and i want them to see that hey he's different because he's in christ and mm. it's the same thing with this podcast there's so, there's so many negative voices right now inside christianity focused on other people that are Christians and focused on the outside of Christianity, right? Like what you're saying, mm. we're, we're known, we've been known as such a negative voice, even just towards each other, which Christ says is not how people would know us because Christ says, you'll know you're Christians by how you love each other. And we're not doing that. And that's why the world does, can't tell what a Christian is anymore because we don't love each other. Mm. And I want this podcast and I want just my own conversations to show like there's, there's more positivity to be had in our in mm. our interactions with each other and we can differ right so you're even if you said i don't want to do that i don't want to have my song be in a pride thing like i can't look at you and go you're a sinner for doing that how dare you that's against the scriptures that's like that's if that's your conviction paul the apostle paul says like if it's sin to you because of your conviction then don't do it but don't put that on someone else Right. And this mm. so the so the cool thing is you get to do that. And I think that's incredible that you did that, right? Because you're getting an opportunity to show people like we're not Christians aren't just negative people. 
We're like, mm. it's not all about being negative and being and being de deconstructive, right? Which is just like, I feel like this is our mode, right? Like we're just known as deconstructing people. And that's what I was. I was defaulting as a deconstructionist. And even in the early episodes of this podcast, I don't want to do that. Um, and I think your dream is so cool because the what's what's so apparent in your dream is that it's, it's a positive impact in the world through mm. your faith and through what God's gifted you in. And I, I believe that God blesses those dreams right because you've seen like you're talking about jeremy camp you've seen people in christian music who their dream whose dream wasn't really positive because it was like you said it was more about themselves or it was more about like their impact but it was it was them focused not what like yeah. I'm, like i just want people to to be blessed and to see god use mm. this and so like just god move and change a heart because of this right um, and I, I think mm. those, like you're saying, if we dreamed more, which I just think is such a cool message, and I'm so happy this podcast went this way. If we dreamed more in line with the positive outcomes of the gospel and, and, and at play in life, right? Uh, and what God's kind of in the arenas he's placed us in, like how amazing can God use that? How amazingly can he use it and bless it? That's interesting. I'm, I'm realizing <laughs> as you're talking we we try to show the love of god and bless others by saying no yeah <laughs> and i and i think is that is that scripturally accurate i feel like god or i, I feel like christ was constantly interrupted by people tugging at his cloak and people coming up to him and him being overwhelmed and um he's just walking often right. he's just walking from place to place and people come up to him and so yeah. That's interesting what you're saying because I feel like oftentimes it's it's like no I need to maintain my position right. by saying no to this right and he said no to people that needed to be said no to right like the Pharisees right. and those yes. people that that Absolutely. were making the wrong thing the 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 right thing in their minds but he looked at the people who were searching and and if we're yes. honest like Jeff you know Ooh. like how many people in the music industry are just searching. They're trying to find identity. They're trying to figure out what the heck is going on in their life. And if you were to say, no, that's an that was an opportunity. You might've been able to help someone who was searching. Yeah. 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 Well, what you were saying earlier is that those people he was saying no to were actually the most righteous. Yep. And the most, oh, uh, I don't know. They, they were supposed to be in that position. They were the most acclaimed. They were the most called. Going back yeah, to what ooh. we were saying, ooh, yes. <laughs> full circle. And he's putting them, he's putting them in their place, yeah. and going and eating with the people he shouldn't be eating with, yeah, washing the feet of people he shouldn't be washing, and so on and so on. It's yeah, yeah, that's so fascinating. Uh, I love what you're, yeah, I love what you're saying, and and the this this podcast, like I I would be remiss to not tell you that, but through through music, I'm I'm learning that. I, I have a lot to share. I have yeah. a lot that I can, I can do and create, and I need to step into that yeah. because for a long time it was very, very focused. Right. Your um, job is Tenth Avenue North. Yeah, Tenth Avenue North. The songs serve the records. Yep. They serve what the band's doing, what the label wants us to do, etc. But man, a couple months after being down here, I was just I would find myself outside with this nylon guitar behind me just playing, looking up at the sky and just started writing and, um, writing songs to God. Mm. And what's, what's kind of weird about that is that there was no, there was no like agenda or yeah. 
uh, I don't know, plan, goal. It was like, I'm just writing these cool little acoustic jams. And so I can't, I wrote like a few of them. And so I, I decided I, I'm going to put them out there because not as, not as a sense of like self gratification, but, but more like maybe somebody else wants to hear these mm. songs. Like, because I, I, lo and behold, I don't naturally, uh, I'm not naturally drawn to worship music. Right. Be simply because I, I don't know. I, I don't like it. And I, I've heard Lecrae say this, like, I don't, I don't really like modern worship music. Does that make me a sinner, a bad person? No. I don't know. Like, I just don't, to, to, like, it's not the content that's in question. It's, it's just the music. It's just the presentation yeah. of the, it's not the meal. It's the presentation of yeah. the meal. <laughs> and I, I always tell people that say that I'm like, you say, I don't like modern worship. I'm like, well then change it or just add another flavor. Yes. You be the yeah. one who adds the difference. I love that. And I, yeah, so I, I have these songs. They're like, I don't know, simple prayers to God. They're not theologically, uh, you know, you're going to slap you across the face. They're not, um, I, I don't know. They're, they're simple. They're really stripped right. down. They have a groove. Uh, if you, um, listen to, uh, uh, uh Jose Gonzalez, Ooh. Um, or, um, uh, there's some other, it just, I don't know. It's just simple. And I feel like, well, maybe someone else will enjoy a worshipful song that is just is dressed differently. Yeah. So it's it's so the uh, the project's going to be called In the Wild, and I I don't want to put my name on it just because I don't know. I feel like it'd be like, you know, Robert Paulson. So, so whose name's going to be put on it? What do you or is just it's just called In the Wild? In the Wild is the project name. Yeah. So that'll come out in October. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. Just I don't know. I'm I, I sh- out of sheer curiosity, really, just to see if if people resonate with it. No, so well, I have to send it to you. Well, the, you you de- yes, and well, the cool thing too <laughs> is, um, you know, you could you could even look now, right, and look at your life, and obviously now you're positioned to. You're not only positioned in a way that you have people who are fans of you that would like who don't know you but are just fans who are going to automatically be interested in this project and then you have friends who are fans of you that you've interacted with Mm -hmm. in the industry in music that are going to be a fan of this project but all of that happened because you did you the lord is using and has used you in 10th avenue north right like so you grew Mm -hmm. this platform and so the cool thing is like i i always love to look at my life like this what did god put in place to then build upon and then build upon and then build upon and then build upon so that now in this moment, God's using it for a different thing that mm. is, is more, it's positioned differently than it would have been if this didn't happen, if he didn't put this in my life. And so for you, like the cool thing is you're saying that question you're asking, I'm curious to see if people would enjoy this. Heck yeah, people are going to enjoy this because enough people know of you and who you are to be interested and at least hear it. And then your sample size yeah. is so much larger now because of that, that well, you're, I appreciate what you're like, you're, you're going to have people that are going to love it. I, 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 I love what you're saying, but I, I kind of feel like I, I'm more interested in the strangers right now. Yeah. The people that like, don't know you just who have no vested interest. Yeah. Because I don't know. I feel like it's a little more real. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, you could draw the, the, make the analogy you've heard a, t- a lot of times, like your kid's going to make this 
uh, by by all standards it's a horrible piece of art you know they're yeah. gonna draw this turtle with wearing a hat or whatever and it's all crude and they're gonna show you and you're gonna go that looks amazing it's great it's so wonderful <laughs> yeah it's like yeah of course it's gonna look amazing to the father of the child that's true um but uh yeah it's, i don't know i mean uh, maybe a little bit of both and and maybe uh, and there's there's opportunity to serve the people that are showing up because yeah. it's me yeah and i'm going to i'm gonna uh i'll yes that will be yeah. a blessing and i hope that it's a blessing to them uh but i i'm you want to reach the strangers who don't know you yeah yeah the strangers just they just make i'm just so much more curious about yeah. about that so but I don't to know. be fair you're going to reach more strangers because the people that aren't strangers are going to share it to people who would be strangers of you okay there you go so yeah, you know yeah, I, I see what you did there. Yeah, I'm trying I, to tell I, you i love like, that that's, you're going to get more that's people cool. yeah yeah who well, knows i'm just throwing it out there man i'm and excited to we'll hear see this. what happens yeah yeah um okay so the podcast is now really long which is totally fine um because it's i'm just <laughs> I'm like, this is just the Lord. It's the coolest thing about this. Let's make this. it longer. No, here, you know, what's interesting is, uh, I actually edit a podcast and like I, my, my buddy, John McLaughlin does a podcast yes. and Dave Barnes. They do this podcast called dadville. Oh my God. And I mix and edit it. Uh, and so, yeah, when it goes long, I'm like, okay, all right guys, wrap it up, bring it home. Here we go. But now you've been a part of a long <laughs> podcast where you're like, yeah. okay, I, I can it. understand so how you go long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's so much to say. Uh, but dude, I appreciate you having me on here. It's good to talk to you and see you again. I hate how people, okay, people keep thanking me and I'm like, you don't understand. I'm in half of my bedroom. I'm some, I'm just some random guy from South Carolina right now. And you're a guy from 10th Avenue North who's played to 50,000 people. And you're going, hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, <laughs> you should be thanking me. <laughs> That's how I no, want you no. to end this podcast. You're welcome. Just, just you're, Moana. Yeah. You're, just start ending with, with "You're welcome." You're welcome. Singing the song. I won't say thank you. I'll just say you're welcome. You're, you're, uh, Joel, you're so welcome for me being here. You're you're so blessed to have me. No, no, I I'm thanking you for you. You saw value in what I could add to of to course. your dream, and I love that. Oh, so. thank you. That's so kind. Yeah. Well, Aww. hey. Uh, okay. So here's the. Let's. I always oh. like to let people know where they can yep. find you. So. Um, Music, like, like my do, address no <laughs> i want the, i'm doxing <laughs> you right now um can so you said in october it's in the in in the wild in the wild okay that's right that's um it's really young you're not going to be able to find it right now but but to look out for it in october in the wild because musically yeah, so that's going to obviously people can find all your stuff from 10th avenue north on yeah. spotify and every all the so different they, places to stream if they find me as a person i'll i'll communicate in the wild so uh, I don't know. Instagram's kind of my go-to. Okay. It's at Jeff Owen underscore. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, come find so be me on there. the lookout. And I, I try to be friendly on Instagram. So I'm not one of those vicious Instagrammers. No, you're not. You're a very kind man. You're very. Nor you're, am I relentless. You won't get continual feeds from me. <laughs> no, no. It is either like all on for one day of just like you and your kids in Florida hanging out at the beach and then nothing for four or five days. There you which, go. Which is me too. Like I will, I, I'll like look at my Instagram and be like, I haven't posted a picture of anything in a week. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> you can't be in constant feast every day. You're going to get unhealthy. It's true. You, you need to moderation. You need to, yeah, exactly. You need to entice them, give them a meal, and then be like, "No, you got to wait a bit," and then you're gonna love yeah. it again. And yeah. then when yeah. there's a feast, it's like we're gonna throw down. 
I'm so happy right now. This is the best. <laughs> okay. Well, All if right, you Joel. guys ever want to, um, you guys know, follow us on Instagram, Theology of Music, email at uh, theologyandmusic at gmail. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Jeff, again. Obviously, we're going to stay on thank the line. You. Uh, but mm. it's been it's been a wonderful time having you on this podcast um, and uh, thank you guys I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and a great Lord's Day Jeff I hope you have a great Sunday in corporate worship where you worship uh, and, and thank you guys with, but with that see you later thanks see you